0: A little baby black, get that garbage out of here. What it do, do, baby? Yeah, yo, what do you already know. There's a new NBA champion, and it's a team from Toronto, Canada. OG with the look, got it. OG and a no at the buzzer. Oh, look, was my shot I expected to make it. So, like, I don't shoot kind of nice. Looks like you're off Hello and welcome to episode four of the What It Do Toronto Raptors podcast. I'm your host Drew Horton and today I'm going to be talking about the Toronto Raptors versus Miami Heat preseason game as well as a preview for the season opener against the New Orleans Pelicans. First let me say I am thrilled that the NBA is back. Now we've got two games on tonight I'm recording this on the 22nd, Golden State will play Brooklyn, and the Clippers will play the Lakers in the Battle of LA. Now, I expect Brooklyn to thoroughly beat Golden State. Golden State is just too beat up, and with the talent of Kyrie and KD, I think Brooklyn should just walk all over Golden State. That being said, I think Steph should have a good game, seeing as he's probably the number one and number two options on that offense. As for the Clippers-Lakers game, I imagine that LeBron will play, and in that case, the Lakers should beat the Clippers, although that will, in all likelihood, be a much closer game. Now, having covered the opening night matches, let's get into the Raptors versus Heat preseason game. Now, the Raptors lost 117 to 105, and it was a tough loss in large part because the Heat were without Jimmy Butler, Avery Bradley, and Kendrick Nunn, three guys who were likely to see the floor for them. And of course, we all know how good Jimmy Butler is. To make a long story short, the bench got absolutely killed in this game. No bench player with over 10 minutes played had a positive plus minus. Matt Thomas was a minus 8, Chris Boucher minus 14, Norman Powell was a minus 12, Bembry was a minus 13 and Terence Davis was a minus 11 and also Malachi Flynn less bad but still a minus four. I've got to give big props to the three young Heat players that absolutely killed the Raptors on offense. Two sophomores and a rookie led the attack. KZ Okpala was 9 of 15 from the field, 6 of 10 from 3 and finished with 24 points. Max Struss was 8-for-11 from the field and 6-for-8 from three-point land. He finished with 22 points, and that was only in 22 minutes. The other key contributor, the rookie out of the three, Precious Achiwa. I hope I'm saying that correctly. I'm probably not. He finished with 13 points on 5-of-8 shooting. But to go along with those points, he also put up 15 rebounds. The Raptors just couldn't hold the Heat on defense. The Heat shot 53% overall and 51% from three. When you're giving up that many good looks and they're knocking them down like the Heat can, you just aren't gonna win very many games. Now onto the Raptors side, Siakam and Fred Van both struggled to score. Pascal Siakam was five of 15 for a total of 14 points, but he also put up nine rebounds, three assists and a steal. And Fred Van Vliet was 3 of 11 from the floor, including 0 of 7 from 3. Tough night for him, 3 rebounds, but did put up 7 assists. Now the Heat really packed the paint and made it tough for anyone driving in, which is why the 2 point percentage is very bad for Siakam. He shot 1 of 8 from 2 point range, but on the flip side, he did shoot 4 of 7 from 3. So it is encouraging that his 3 point shooting is improving in who you could call the lone bright spot for the Raptors, Kyle Lowry. He had a phenomenal game. 25 points on 7 of 14 shooting, and he also added 3 assists and 2 steals to that. He assumed more of a scoring role this game, as he had 3 assists and Fred Van had 7, but Kyle Lowry will step up and score if he needs to. Just remember, in game 6, on the road at Golden State in the finals two years ago, he put in Toronto's first 11 points to open up the game on an 11-3 run for the Raptors. Another bright spot, maybe less so, Malachi Flynn. He only played 12 minutes, 1 of 4 shooting, not a great night, but did put up 5 assists and if you put that on to a bit of a larger role for him in terms of minutes, that translates quite nicely. So at least he's showing that if the shot isn't falling, he can still contribute on the offensive end with his playmaking and, of course, on the defensive end like we've seen him. Fairly simple. Raptors just got outplayed. It'll happen. Now, moving on to the first meaningful game of the year, the opener against the New Orleans Pelicans. The Raptors will almost certainly go with the starting lineup of Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Vliet, OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam, and Aaron Baines. While the Pelicans will likely go with their starting lineup of Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, and Steven Adams. Now this should be a very good game. These teams played each other last year on opening day and the game went to overtime in what was eventually a Raptors win. And it was a very entertaining game from start to finish. Any game that you get to watch with Zion Williamson on the floor is an absolute treat. There'll be a couple things the Raptors will need to do in order to win. They'll need to limit Zion. He's very strong. He'll get into the bucket pretty much at will, but the Raptors have some big bodies and they'll need to hold him back. At least slow him down if they want to have a chance. On the flip side, the Raptors will likely need a good game from Pascal Siakam. He'll need to put up at least 20 points and Steven Adams is your only only interior defense and Siakam should be able to take on whoever's guarding him, whether it's Ingram or... Sion. He's got a quickness advantage against Sion and a strength advantage against Ingram. And he'll need to use either one to his advantage in order to score. Another thing the Raptors need to do is get out in transition. They're a great transition team and they need those points because their half-card offense can stall at times. This game is a hard one to predict because both teams are very good on paper, but I'd have to give the Raptors an edge due to their veteran presence and coaching. That being said, Zion put up 28 points a game in the preseason. I don't think he played more than 30 minutes in any of those games. And he's likely to play between 33 and 38 in this upcoming game. So we'll see. I have the Raptors, but it's very, very close. I, for one, am absolutely fired up to have the NBA season back. And you should be too. Thank you for listening to episode four of the What It Do Toronto Raptors podcast. I have been your host, Drew Horton, signing off. Peace.